Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> And hello, all of our not friends. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Welcome here. It is the last day of 2020. And we are... Well, f- for us. Oh. For everyone. Well, I mean, they might be listening to it in 2021. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay, well then, in that case, hello from the past. We are still in the year that never ended. But you have already ended it. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it through 2020. Basically, what we're trying to say is it's New Year's Eve. And we are doing a wrap-up of Swiss Family Gladio. Not wrapping it up. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna keep well, going. Well, it's been a good run. <laughs> it's, yep. g- it's gonna keep going. We hit a million listeners. <laughs> Time to retire. Oh, if only. No way. No, we're gonna keep going. What we're trying to say is that, you know, like what a better time to do a what? What a better time. <laughs> what a better time. We are recording this podcast to say hello and goodbye here's to this f- year together. Here's a fun to Kyla quote from this week. Sometimes when I hit you, you bleed. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. It was one time, okay? So Yuri has an oral fixation in which he has to bite his fingers, okay? So whenever he bites his fingers, I snap at him like a dog. I'm trying to retrain him like a dog. And this one time, he was just really, his hands were in his mouth, and I go and I, I take his hand and I, like, smack it away, right? And suddenly he's like gripping his hand in pain, like keeled over. I I was biting a piece of, this is gross, okay? (laughs) Like I'm biting a piece of skin on my thumb. We've all done it. Hangnails, man. And she hit me, not a hangnail, it was a skin. Yeah. Uh, And and, uh, she hit me and it ripped the skin up my finger. It was bad. Up my thumb. It was like. Like blood. He was bleeding. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, yes, sometimes I hit you and then you bleed. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. Okay. We're going to keep going. Anyways, you're the host today, so I'm going to leave it to I you. I am the host. Welcome, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's the end of 2021. No, end of 2020. So it's the end of 2020, <laughs> beginning of 2021. <laughs> we have jumped a whole year in the future. Um, Yuri, are you happy to say goodbye to 2020 like so many people? <sighs> The, the new year isn't necessarily where I actually mark the new year in my mind. No, you do not. Right? Like, yes, it's one of a few thresholds. Okay. So, like, I, I feel like um, uh, Easter is the big one for me. Oh, of course. Yeah. And that's the most palpable. Yeah, because you really go from, from the winter to the spring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've been fasting for seven weeks. Like it's, it's really intense. And then mm-hmm. the week before Easter is like really intense. Yeah. It's like in a magnifying And then glass. it's like, boom, a new experience. Of Bright life. and yeah. fresh. And there are smells again. Like when and you there think, are sounds. When, when you think about, um, when you think about Easter, there's this brightness to your memories of it, at least yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Right. No, absolutely. Especially right. coming from, a tradition in which Easter was just kind of like another one. You another know? day. Another, another day. Sunday. No, no. I woke up one day to having, you know, princess diaries on my bedside table Ooh, as an Easter, Easter gift. Wow. I know. I woke up one day and there was princess diaries on my bedside table. And that was the only time I remember getting an Easter gift. Like, I don't remember this being a thing that yeah, my family yeah. did, but, but one year it Your was. Your mom probably just like got that from somewhere and was like, I'll just give it to Whatever. my daughter. I'll just wait till Easter. I'll just give it to my daughter. It's fine. <laughs> 
Gross. I had to cough. So, yeah, Easter was never like this palpable change in the season. And then I became Orthodox and it was like, whoa, hot dang. Mm. There's something here. There's a whole other life mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, the new year, except for that one year where we celebrated New Year with people that didn't actually care about the New Year. <laughs> that was rough. That was so sad. It was a little rough. It was like, so, like, what do you guys do for a countdown? Uh, we usually eh, just check the clock like, and it says 1230. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Yuri and I set a countdown at, like, at, like, 11.59. We put on a one-minute timer. And when it goes yeah. off, Yuri and I just go, Happy New Year. <laughs> and everyone goes, yeah, okay. Okay, let's keep playing. Again. And just, like, moved on. It was so sad. Yeah. And then there was the year where I was in Winnipeg you were in Ontario. We were dating. And I was at a New Year's Eve party with all of your friends. <laughs> yeah, Not even my without own. Without me. <laughs> I was at a, a New Year's Eve party with your friends without you. And it's for us 11 p.m. But for you because you were in and Ontario. And I was alone in my parents' basement and in you, Oshawa. And you call us, video call from your parents' basement. And it's like the New Year. And it's you jumping up and down going, Happy New Year. <laughs> and all of us are like, Not yet. <laughs> and then you went to bed. Yeah, I was tired. That was really depressing. But in general, New Year's is fun. Yeah, New Year's is okay. Are you a New Year's resolution person? Uh, Yes and no. No, because Lent is usually coming up in like usually mid-February to mid-March. Lent starts and Uh I'm like, uh, I'm not going to start a resolution when I have to do Lent in a month and a half. When I have to change everything and do a different life (laughs) for a while. I'm like, let me just wait to do my resolution until Lent starts. Got it. uh, But then yes, why the yes? Because I think that's why. Like, I, oh, okay. I do them, but I wait until uh, Lent. I don't Did you have a 2020 them. resolution? Well, like, at the beginning of 2020? Yeah, like... No, I don't think so. So, in general, I'm not a New Year's resolution kind of guy. Okay, that's, um, that was but that's I am, the real answer. I am a resolution kind of guy, and it's usually tied with the way that the year works. Okay. Um, and it's usually re- soon after the uh, the new year. It's Got just, it. It's, it's about Lent, though. Yes. Um. Though this year I am interested in taking uh, in uh, signing up for an online course in habit in building habits, which is very interesting. Tell me more. Well, this guy named Matt Diavella, he's a he's a filmmaker. He's the director of the Minimalist movie uh, that came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. He's also the director of the sequel slash prequel coming out tomorrow, which comes out on the first of January. So mm-hmm. everyone should watch it. Both of those movies actually on Netflix yes. called um, the new one's called Less Is Now, mm-hmm. and the old one's called Minimalism. I would say it, that is in my top five films that changed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so he he's also got a YouTube channel where he does he does a, a mini documentary uh, once a month. Oh, really? Yes, That's a mini a lot documentary of work. once a month that he does uh, about like minimalism and lifestyle and yeah. stuff and habits and all this kind of stuff. So he did an experiment a couple of years ago where every single month he adopted a habit every mm. day, every day for the 30 days okay and then he would uh do a new one he didn't like, add them oh, okay he just like dropped he, he, it he would do a new one and then he did like reflections on them interesting what's um, the one that stuck uh you'd have to watch the videos i don't really remember that much he did one okay. without coffee and he was like no i like coffee i want your coffee yeah that's he stupid. did uh he did a month of cold showers Ugh. yeah no um, thank you things like things like based that. on our condo we sometimes have a month of cold he, showers he, he did a month of meditating one hour a day one hour. Yeah. Hot dang. So things like that, right? That's a lot. So he's so he's kind of become a bit of a, a habit lifestyle person. Okay. Like the, the techniques of habit building and all yeah. that kind of stuff. 
Um, so I am interested in that. So I was thinking about purchasing one of his online courses. And, I think you should do it. I just think... just to learn some of the techniques. You really stuff. like habit building. Like you're a routine guy. Yes. You I know, am. I you, am a you like guy. to have a routine and you like to have expectations for your day. And when things don't fit it's into bad. those expectations, like it's, bad. it's noticeable. Like it's you get bad. to the end of the day and you're like, Nikaila, I'm done. And it's because I did not get to do X, Y, Z. Right. Right. So I think if you have this kind of like habit building course, that'd be very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'd like to see what happens to Cost you. Cost $5,000. You can't do this. <laughs> no, it actually cost 140 American. Probably Ooh. about 200 Canadian. That's like 250 for us. Yeah. Maybe not that much. Actually, Anyways. no, not that much at all. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, so that's fun. So you don't care about resolutions. Um, what is one thing you are proud of, of from 2020? All my podcasts. Like you didn't even want to think about it and like All build suspense. All my podcasts except this one. <laughs> this one's the best one. This one's okay. This one's fun. I like it. Do you not like it? I, I, I like it a lot. We have friends that tell us it's fun, so that's all that you matters. Have friends. I don't think any of my friends listen to this podcast. I'm so sorry. My yeah. friends are more supportive than yours. Yeah. It's Maybe true. it's because I have multiple best friends and you only have one. I only have one best friend. And? I'm guaranteed he does not listen to this show. <laughs> My best friends do. So suck on yeah. that. Well, okay, so you're most proud of your podcasts from this year? Uh, no, I'm most proud of how how we've strengthened our marriage. I think. How have we done that? Well, just kind of defining our values and our marriage, mm -hmm. and, and um, figuring out what we stand for as a couple. Becoming like, financially stable and having a plan. Having, having a plan. We've all, never had a plan. But, it's been like we get money, and then somehow like, the money goes away to this? things. Yeah, it just kind of fades away. And it's not that we have a budget. Like, we have a budget. Oh, absolutely we have a budget. But, like, not in a budget kind of way. In, like, a what way, then? <laughs> what else is a budget? Well, we have a, a a budget is a way to help you get out of the pit. Okay. A budget is a ladder. Okay. To help you get out of the pit. Yeah. But then if you want to build a house, a financial house, yes. you know, a ladder might be helpful. That's a bad example. But if you want to, like... I don't know if you want to start running. You don't need a ladder to start running. You don't. You, <laughs> you don't need legs. Like one, once you're out of the pit, you actually have room to run, right? Okay. So running is not like a, a budget is the ladder that helps you figure out where your dollars are going and everything, and it can be useful. The budget is the ladder that you go on a run with. No, this is all false. Okay, <laughs> what I'm saying is a budget is like the first step to helping you get a financial plan together. Yes, and that's what we did. Okay, and a budget can be useful later later as well, Yeah, just to keep on top if, if you need, if you're the kind of person that needs needs to know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I read the book, um, uh, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Do you finish it? Uh, no. I think I my Kobo still says you have time left. Yeah, no, time left? I bought it, I didn't... Uh, no, 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 but what it. I'm saying by time left is it says like oh, five more hours. time to read this, yeah. yeah. Um, so one of one of his things is like don't think about it in terms of budget. Think about it in terms of you need a budget to get to this stage, but yeah. think about it in terms of um uh okay, do you do you know that um that game on like the prices right when you drop like a coin and like goes through little like Plinko. Plinko and then it like goes Plinko into a slot. Plinko is a totally different game. And then it goes into a slot. Have you ever played Plinko? I don't I don't know. But Fun. basically, if you get money, you would have a system the, an automated system that puts yeah. that amount of money in the right it bank filters account. it through right you have a filter in, yeah. your, in your so um you would pre but you have to have a budget to get to this point yeah but you once you're at that point and and your money is functioning and it's automated and it's moving you don't necessarily need a budget yeah as long as you know like for example we have a guilt-free spending 
right. budget as part of our budget. But yes. it's not part of our budget. It's part of our just life plan. Mm-hmm. So every month you get a certain amount of money and I get a certain amount of money that we're just, it's guilt-free. Do whatever the heck you, what want you want with it, it, right? I feel like I haven't done much with my guilt-free like, this year. Buy your and by la- this year, I mean this month. Buy your lattes, buy an airplane, like whatever you want. <laughs> um, but in, in theory, no matter the, so we get our paychecks and then they filter into these accounts. Right? Into the system. Right, into the system. In theory, if we got a million dollars, a one-time into your bank account, a million dollars, we make zero decisions about where that money goes. Yeah. Right? This percentage goes there. That percentage goes there. That percentage goes there. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we have a whole lot of money in our uh, guilt-free spending. And then we do buy a plane. Right. And and it, it, so it's based on that system, yeah. which is like a little bit, it's, it's a different... It's more than it's more than a budget, right? But no, you did some really good hard work on that this Mm -hmm. year. Um, My one quick thing, since you took so much of that segment's time, wow, was that I'm proud that I read 63 books this year. 63 books, divisible by seven. Three books is what I read. I finished the 63rd one today. I had to. I had to finish that. You know, I had like three hours left in that book as of this morning. we say three hours because we use Kobo's and Kobo's have an amazing feature that they tell you the like the minutes it'll take you to finish this book based on how fast you read. And I find that so useful. So I wake up and it tells me I have three hours left and I'm like, perfect. I, I know exactly where those three hours are going to go mm-hmm. in my day. And then I finish the book. By the way, 63 is a great number to finish the year on. Why? Because it's divisible by seven yeah which is the perfect number okay in biblical numerology Duh. then it's also times nine which is three times three. Oh my gosh and three is totally biblical yeah, too exactly 63 you, so what you're telling perfect. me is that i'm super holy yeah and none of the books i read were the bible were <laughs> <laughs> i remember for uh before easter you said i had to read one gospel start to finish in lent yeah we'll see how that goes and i didn't read a single one <laughs> You told me I could do Luke fine. in like an hour or two. That's fine. You do two in two, two, twenty. Hard pass. No, no, you have to. Okay, so it's we're not a matter of passing we're or not. Moving on from this segment to the family shout out segment. Okay. And uh, you're gonna go first. Wow. <laughs> you went first last time. You know what we call that waffling in improv. You want me to go first? No, we call it uh, pimping in improv. I'm gonna pimp you out, babe. Who are you gonna shout out? Who am I going to shout out? That's a really good question. You didn't think about it. I did not think about this. So I will at go all. first then, and you can oh, think about I've got it. A as shout a, out. Oh, okay. I've got a shout out. Who are we shouting out? Okay, it's New Year's Eve. It is. My experience of the best New Year's Eve parties of my life uh-huh. have been in the United States, in yep. Ambridge, at yep. my grandmother's house, absolutely. organized mostly by Aunt Annie. Oh, absolutely. Little pizza bagels. <laughs> Aunt Annie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> little pizza bagels. It's not a good year unless I have little pizza bagels. I'm sorry to get you those, babe. <laughs> little like, pizza I bagels <laughs> for my Aunt Annie. That is what I remember about New Year's Eve. Do you want to play charades tonight? We could just the two Two-person charades? <laughs> That'd be fun, I guess. I mean, we're, we're funny. Yeah. What about you? Who's your uh, call My out? No, call out. Call in. Shout out. Got it. My shout out is to Emily. Because Which one? Emily Dirks Rempel. She's gotcha. not, it's not hyphenated. Yeah. But in my phone, she is still Emily Dirks. It's not Dirks. hyphened. It's just Dirks Rempel. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, in my phone, she is still Emily Dirks, and my brain will always go there first, um, even though she is Emily Rempel. Anyways, she is my absolute best friend, my sister in the whole world, and she is carrying the child of my dreams, which is her own child. It's not <laughs> mine at all, <laughs> but I love it already. <laughs> and I miss her a lot, and she listens to this. Um, podcast with her husband. They go on drives 
and listen to us just yammer at them and somehow still wants to be my best friend. So I love you, Emily. I miss you. Emily, I do think you're pretty funny. She's very funny. Yeah. Which is, you know, a lot of people in this world aren't funny. I think I everyone's think that, funny I think in that their Emily own way. Emily kind of gets it. Emily does get Emily it. Emily laughs at my jokes. If you laugh at my jokes. <laughs> okay, no, no. So it's not that she is funny, it's that she has a good <laughs> yeah. sense of your humor. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if you laugh at my jokes, I think you're all right. <laughs> oh, man. And one day I will see Emily again, and that day will be in March or April because I am coming home for a whole month so that I can see her and this newborn babe that I'll I I'll be love. home for Lent. March or April to hold that child when it's born. Yeah, you have to use hand sanitizer. I will slather my body in it. How was your Christmas, Yuri? <laughs> Sorry. In my brain, I thought you were going to say, how's your Christmas, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emily, just give me a text. Call yeah, Emily, me. just like, how's your Christmas? Emily, I want to yeah. know. I, I really yeah. like one-sided conversations on mm. these podcasts. I think that's what mm. everybody prefers we do. No, Yuri, how was your Christmas? It was very nice. It we, was very different from all our yeah, previous we're, years. we're in lockdown and everything, yeah. but we made a whale of a meal. <sighs> It was good. I am so proud of us. We are not cooks. No. But it was like we were. We did a really good job. So we had, you tell them about your Brussels sprouts. Oh my gosh. My Brussels sprouts were so good, you guys. Okay. So it was Brussels sprouts and I coated them in bacon fat and cut up bacon and put it in them. And then I roasted them and it was so good. And then I made a balsamic glaze and I drizzled it over top. Oh my God. Gosh, I was so impressed with myself. I, I generally don't think that I can make good food. Like, I think I make fine food, but it's nothing to like, you know, write home about. I wrote home about these Brussels sprouts. They're so good. Okay, now you tell about your meat. I slow roasted a pork butt. Oof. Yeah. That, that's it. With a coffee porter barbecue sauce. Oh, and on mine, I put a cranberry sage chutney. Yeah, well. It was so good. And we had a nice bottle of wine. It was great. We dressed up. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that was Christmas Day. Yeah. So that was the day that we also did a Johnny English movie marathon. <laughs> so let's dive into our analysis right oh now. Oh, my god! Here's my ordering of Johnny English movies. Okay, hit me up. One. Yeah. Three. Two. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say, like, number one was three. No, number one was one. Number three was two. Number two was three. Yeah, that's uh, that's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. What a great analysis. Deep, I would say. Yep. I would also say that the villain from the first movie has the same haircut that I currently do. Pascal Sauvage. Just look him up. Like, I haven't had a haircut since the end of February of 2019. Okay, people? Like, and I had a pixie cut, and now it's grown out, and it looks round and strange. And just look him up on Google, and that is what I look like right now. <laughs> For everyone at home, that's Pascal Sauvage from Johnny English. <laughs> Just making sure people can look it up. Played by John Malkovich. Sure. You could have said anything. I would have, would have agreed. Um, it was a good Christmas. I really liked it. It was sad. There were moments of, mm -hmm. of sadness. But then I, you know, moved on. Yeah. To the tasty foods and the and funny movies. And then I built up my walls. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. We've, who cares about it? <laughs> Christmas Eve, we did the vigil. We actually served the vigil here. Yes. Because the community asked us to do it on their behalf. Yes. And then uh, actually I brought communion to uh, yeah, that's nice. to everyone at their homes. Right? That was nice. And it was sort of like, you know, the, the Lord came to meet us here and I came 
to meet you know, them the there. Lord, the Lord of the body and blood, uh, the communion, came to meet them at their own home. So it was like a little Christmas for everybody at their own home. Wow. So Except we had to do some of the services like outside. And Because I can't chilling. go into people's homes. And I stayed in bed all day because, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's that week between Christmas and New Year's where nothing matters. And you would come home and your hands would be chilly. They would be very cold. And I would be watching a movie in bed and having a great time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So uh, we're moving on to the next mm -hmm. segment. Yep. Is it, is in, it time? in about uh, 15 seconds or so, you can move on to the next segment. Okay. So let me just really slowly intro it like you have done in the past. But remember, there's also a sound effect too. Okay. So we are going to hit wild card Wednesday in mm -hmm. three, two, one. Two more seconds. Two, one. Wild card Wednesday. Oh, that was crazy. Okay. Wild card Wednesday. Okay. So my question for you. Why did I write this down? <laughs> so I wrote things down to like give me like funny things that we do throughout the week that I could maybe like call back and bring on. One of the things I have written down is butter armpit. Oh, using butter instead of like deodorant maybe? Is that a thing that we talked about? Uh, Something about like warming up butter in your armpit or something. I don't remember. Okay. Well, basically what that, that one doesn't. Doesn't fly. Okay. We don't need that one. Yeah. Okay. Butter armpit. Moving. That on. That was a great prompt for Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> so for Wild Card Wednesday, I would like you to pick a dairy product and a part of your body. <laughs> no. What I would like you to do is tell me what your favorite sound is. Mm, the sound of you saying "I love you." Oh gosh, <laughs> that was so stupid. Pick something else. Um, I don't know. The sound of you saying "I love you." Really? I don't know. What's your favorite nice. sound? If I if 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 somebody was like you're only allowed to ever hear one thing ever again, I would probably say the sound of my wife saying I love you. Okay, well now mine sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite sound. I'm literally just talking about like a sound that is satisfying. Like sure, when I say I love you, I'm sure that's satisfying to you. Whatever. Okay, you, got, you have to you have to um reframe your question then. Okay. Right? So if you say your favorite, that means literally what is at the top. Fine. Okay. Whereas, whereas, what is an auditory sound that so he, is nice? This this is what I this is what <laughs> this is how I usually ask these questions. Okay, okay, okay. Correct me, please. Is is when I use the phrase a satisfying sound, uh -huh. what's one of the first things that comes to mind? Okay. Because then then people are not struggling with categorizing. Okay. You just, you invite people to say the first thing on their mind. Okay, so now that you've taken over the uh, the Wildcard Wednesday situation, hey, Yuri, that question you just asked, tell me about it. What What is it? The question, it's a question. No, I mean, answer the question. What's oh, a satisfying the sound thing. for you? Crunching on clean snow. Oh, that's a good one. That's Except a good one. That's one that we don't get in Ontario no, often. We don't really get it here. It's not cold enough. It just goes slush, slush. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite sound is so you know when you open a can of something carbonated you have like a uh, the yeah so what i love is the sound of opening a can of something not carbonated mm. so like if you have a can of like coconut water mm -hmm. or tomato juice i guess mm -hmm. i don't know things that come in cans where you have like you know the tab that you like click in the sound of that where it's not interrupted by the like fizzing of the drink mm -hmm. is so satisfying. Mm -hmm. 
I just love it. Mm -hmm. And I realized I loved it when I worked at Genuine Cellars and my deskmate person would have a coconut water in the afternoons and she would crack it open and it would be that sound and it was just so nice. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone should go and try and find that sound because it is surprisingly wonderful. Chase, chase that feeling. Chase, <laughs> chase that feeling of opening a coconut water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to pick a different sound. I thought I knew what you were going to say. What was I going to say? You really like the sound of keys jingling in the air. Yeah, keys jingling in the air. Like when you, you, but part of it is because it's fleeting. Like you hold some keys in your hand, okay, everybody, yeah. and then you toss them in the air. The sound before they hit your hand, where they're just kind of like lightly tinkling in the air, is what you like. Yeah. I guess we could recreate that on the podcast right now. No. Well, we could, but it would be tough. We just like, we, we want you to experiment for yourselves, friends. Yeah, yeah. This is a take-home podcast. <laughs> we, we ask you to do some homework. Yeah. Okay? Please let us know how it went. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that's what you were going to say, but it wasn't. That's a good, it's a good sound. Yeah. But not what I was going to say. Hmm, sorry. Um, okay. One more thing that we're going to talk about is the other day you were saying that you have some feminine qualities. And I, I do. I have lots of feminine qualities. And then I then said that I have more masculine qualities. You have some masculine qualities, yes. And then I guess my question is, do you think you're a woman? No. I think I'm a man. Okay. Just checking. And I am a man. Just wanted to, you know, get some... get some Just get some closure. Just get some closure. <laughs> get some clarity. You know, I was a little worried. A little worried about that. No, I think, uh, you know, there's men who have some... Feminine qualities. What are your feminine qualities? I think I, I'm a bit more conscientious mm -hmm. than maybe, let's say, uh, the regular, you know, the regular man, the Rowan Atkinson man. <laughs> um, I don't know. Who's a standard? Who's a standard Rowan man? Rowan Atkinson is not just like a standard <laughs> man. Who's the standard man? I don't know. Joe Biden? Joe Biden is not the standard man. I don't know. He's 70. He's white and he... Has grandkids? Like, that's that, pretty standard. That puts him in minority. He's a he's a big minority. For being 70? When you're talking worldwide, oh, okay. being a 70-year-old white man is a <laughs> very small minority. Fine. Okay. Well, then some other I don't, standard I man. don't know who the, 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 you know, the average man is. I don't either. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm a bit more conscientious. Uh -huh. I, I care about like people's feelings mm -hmm. and everything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always gotten along in uh, feminine-dominated workplaces. Fe yes. Fem Female-dominated workplaces. Yeah. Starbucks uh, always had a female boss. YFC. W YFC had female boss, female coworkers. Starbucks, mostly female coworkers, some male coworkers. Mm -hmm. um, up until recently, I've, I've always been with uh, in female profession so to speak yeah um like social work and, and things like that so uh yeah i don't know i think i just get along with the ladies nice yeah. nice what are my uh masculine qualities yeah well i'm interested to talk about your masculine qualities and then to talk about my masculine qualities and your fem uh, feminine qualities oh because now you feel emasculated no i don't feel emasculated there's nothing emasculating about being conscientious okay so what are but my I, i'm not I, <laughs> I'm not only, I don't only have feminine qualities. That's all you got, Sorry. babe. And, and I should it? say, these are like stereotypically so he's, he's feminine he's currently qualities. crying and eating a, a pound of chocolate, everybody. <laughs> Kena Kyla. Yes. You know, what are some of your masculine qualities? Um, I think I'm quite confrontational. What? When I need to be. You're confrontational? It, situationally, though. 
like you don't mind standing up if you have to, but, but you don't, don't seek wanna, that out. I don't want to make a scene. No, you are one of the least confrontational person people that I know. So in specific ways, though, like so you say you've always, you know, done well in female dominated workplaces. I have the the best bosses and the bosses that I've worked best under have all been male, whereas female bosses I don't work well under because they're not direct enough for me. But having a male boss doesn't mean you have male qualities. It means that you're... No, what I'm trying to say is that that my masculine qualities play off theirs better and I thrive in that environment. So you would say that it's your masculine qualities that jive with men as opposed to your feminine qualities. I think so. I don't know. Or maybe I've just had a lot of, not insecure, but indecisive bosses <laughs> that have all been women and then I get annoyed because they're not just like giving me direct So you would say things. that that women as a whole are indecisive and men are decisive? And that wraps up 2020. <laughs> I'm just trying to clarify what you're saying here, you know? No, I don't I don't know anymore. I just I've liked the male bosses that I've worked for and mm. I like being direct yeah, and you, I like you're, you're very, no nonsense. It's it's point and shoot. Yes. It's like just, just tell me, no nonsense, yeah. no emotion Good attached. Good or bad, doesn't matter. Right. No emotion attached, like, that's the biggest you would, thing. You would rather work in a workplace where you don't have to navigate emotion. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, right, yeah. Whereas, because people put too much emotion into it and then suddenly everything I say, I have been told, <laughs> I have been told that I am too blunt to people in the workforce. Yeah. I have been told that before because I was, and, and then the funny thing is, is I was told that I was so blunt that people were confused by what I was saying, which is hilarious because what I was saying is exactly what I was saying and what I meant. And there was, There's the scene from the office. There was no like subtext or anything or like secret message I'm trying to say. I told you what it was and that was the end. Yeah. There's the scene from the office with Daryl, who's the warehouse manager, talking to Kelly, who's the customer service rep. <laughs> and she's this girl that loves drama, right? Uh -huh. And they're and, and Daryl sort of into her or whatever. And Daryl at one point just says, like, you need, and she loves drama. So uh -huh. like, you need to control yourself. Yeah. Like, get your house in order. Yeah. Because if you're not gonna bottle up your crazy, I'm not gonna be with you. Yeah. And he and he leaves, right? And then she's interviewed and is like, I, I who I, just says I, what they I, think? I, I, yeah, I don't understand. He's the most complicated guy I've ever met in my life. Like, who just says exactly what they're thinking? What game is that? Exactly. So apparently I was stuck in this weird game where people thought I was trying to say something else, but what I said was exactly what I meant, and then I was told I was being too blunt. <laughs> no, it's important. It's very important to try and be the same person in every single context. So you want to know so, what I did to change it in the future after yeah. that one context? I started adding smiley faces to the end of my text messages. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I did. I you like, failed at your job. Smiley face. Smiley face. <laughs> hey, can you do this for me? Smiley face. It changed everything. Suddenly yeah. people thought I was, you know, gentle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, to wrap up this year, I would like to say, Yuri, that I love you. I like the sound of that. And happy new year. I love you too. Happy new year. Happy new year to all our listeners. Um, we'll see you next year. And I hope for all those who have had a tough year that next year is better. Yep. And I hope for everyone who's had a good year, the next year is also better. Yes. Yep. So I guess what I'm trying to say is... Should old acquaintance have be a better year. forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in days of old lang syne? 
Sure. That's the end. I want to stop there. Okay. Okay. Bye, friends. Bye. We'll talk to you all later. later.